Hello and uh, welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number five. And as usual, this podcast is to help you if you want to travel overseas internationally to Western, Central, Eastern Europe. And the information on this podcast is basically everything that I wish I had known before I went overseas. And it's also a all the questions, that, all the answers I was looking for before I left to go on my trips that I could not find. So with that said, podcast episode number five is going to be about the number one thing you need to know if you want to travel across borders um, in Europe by train. Specifically, I'm going to tell you about traveling across the Russian border um, from Estonia. Now, the number one thing you have to know is that obviously you have to have a passport, you have to have your visa to get into Russia, but if you're going by train, you have to have what's called a migration customs card. What this is, it's a looks like a, a postcard size piece of paper with writing on both sides. It's identical. There, there's two sets of writing on cut in half, basically. On one half of the, on the, pa- on the paper, you have um, blanks to fill out. And then on the other half, you have the exact same blanks to fill out. Anyways, they give this to you on the train. What they're supposed to do is once you get on the train, the conductor comes around and hands these out to everybody Um Maybe they hand them out to all the people that they've seen their passports aren't from Russia so that they know. Um, But also, I think you can get these um, migration cards, I guess, in bulk. You can get, you know, a couple dozen at a time because I did notice some people on my train who had some like in their bags already uh, before the conductor came by later. But nevertheless... um, this is a migration card that you have to fill out. It might be common knowledge. I don't know, but I sure didn't know when I was traveling to Russia when they were asking me about it. Um, and I had traveled on trains before. I went from uh, Prague, Czech to Krakow, Poland. And I don't remember anybody asking me for Well, no, I know they, I didn't have to fill out a migration card. But anyways, if you do travel across borders, it's probably... Uh, any other country in Europe, I'm not sure, but I know for sure that if you go into Russia, you need to fill out this migration card. And another thing that I didn't know that you should know is that after you fill it out, they're going to give it back to you. They're going to cut it in half and they're going to give you, you're going to have to fill out both sides, the identical, um, same information, name, address, where you're staying, how long you're staying, all that. You have to fill that out twice on both sides of the paper. So they're going to cut it in half, give you one half back, and they're going to keep one half. Well, that half that they give back to you, you need to keep somewhere where you that's safe that you need to know where it's at because what I did what I did was when they gave it back to me, I just kind of threw it into my bag and didn't you know, forgot about it, but once I ended up in Moscow and I was checking into my hotel, they asked me for this half of this card. And I, you know, they didn't ask me for that when I first got to Russia in St. Petersburg, but the second hotel, they asked me if, uh, where this card was. So I had to go find it in the bottom of my backpack. 
and uh, give it to him. But again, and I just didn't know. I'm surprised I didn't throw it away. But um, you ha- so you have to keep that with you the whole time when you're in Russia. And so that's th- that's a number one tip. Again, this might be common knowledge. I don't know, but nobody told me when I was traveling to um, Russia, and it was just it was a it was a stressful time. It was a mess because I got on the train in Estonia, in Tallinn, Estonia. It was about a six hour train ride to St. Petersburg, Russia. And so not only did I get stopped at the the Est- Estonian border. They check your passport and all that. They stamp your passport, and that's all fine. But then, like I said, when you go in five minutes later, when you're going into the um, Russian border, that's when the security guys came around and all the um, police came and they were asking for the passport. I gave them my passport. I gave them my visa. Then they asked me for something else, and they were asking in Russian, and I, and I sure didn't know enough Russian to understand exactly what they're saying, but eventually I was like, well, now what I do? And there was a passenger across the aisle from me who spoke Russian and was obviously, or not obviously, but he wasn't Russian. And so he told me that they were asking me for a migration card. I I told him I didn't know what it was. And so he pulled one out of his bag and gave it to me. And the guard who was standing there said, you know, basically, yeah, this is it. And so I'm looking at this card. It's all in Russian. And so I'm trying to uh, fill it out with, again, the little Russian that I know from the Pimsleur course and a little bit of Google Translate. I fill it out. I fill out one side because it's like the other side was identical. And so I gave it back to the Russian guard. And he's like, well, uh, he's like pointing to the other side of the card. He's like, Toja, Toja, which is also in in Russian. And uh, I was like, well, I've. I figured it out. So then I filled out the second side and gave it back to him. And again, after that stressful situation, I was like, finally, I was able to relax a little bit and head into St. Petersburg. Um, one other thing, one other tip that I'll give you is that um, it's actually before I get to, to the next tip, if you are in Russia and you're in St. Petersburg, which is a beautiful city, um, I would definitely go down to Moscow if I were you. And you can get on what's called the Sapan train, I think it is, or Saspen train. It's a high-speed train that I think goes about 200, 200 kilometers to about 120 miles per hour um, down to, to, uh, to Moscow. And so it's a good way to see both of the big cities, obviously, in Russia. Um, if you're if you're going to go to Russia, if you're going to go to St. Petersburg, you might as well go to Moscow. And, I'll, and vice versa, if you're in Moscow, um, you might as well go up to St. Petersburg. Again, this super comfortable high-speed train um, gets you up there in, like I said, in, I think it was three and a half hours, um, but it's super, super comfortable. Um, so with all this, and, and another another tip that I have, and again, if you do any if you do any train travel you probably already know this but this is all news to me and I wasn't I guess when I was buying the train tickets I probably saw something about this but one of the things is like half of the cars in a train at least in the trains that I've been on um recently they have the seats face backwards so if you have any problems traveling backwards um 
make sure you check when you buy your train ticket that the seat that you're you're purchasing is facing forward. Again, this might be common knowledge, but I didn't know it. Um, and then when you first start riding on a train, my first train was I think in Poland in 2018, maybe. But I thought it was like the greatest thing in the world because you got to see the country, you get to go there, you know, quickly. But I did not know that the train stops so often. I mean, it's like you get there and I mean, you start the train leaves the station and you get settled in and everything. You put your headphones on um, your, your Bose quite comfort headphones, by the way. Uh, you put your headphones on and then you settle in and then like you stop again, like 10 minutes later and then you stop again and then you stop again and you stop again. And so during the course of the train travel, you probably stop 10 times. Sometimes you stop for five minutes. Sometimes you stop for 20 minutes. And so that again, and when you first start traveling by train, that's the only thing that makes it, you know, not the greatest thing in the world as far as train travel goes, but you got to understand that you do a lot of starting and stopping. Also, with that's, but again, I think the the benefits of train travel completely outweigh the the negatives because the the greatest thing that I like about trains is that you get dropped off and picked up at the in the city centers. So almost all the train stations I've ever seen. In fact, all the train stations I've seen, and who knows if they all are, but they all drop you off at the in the middle of town. Contrast this to if you fly, most airports are 30 minutes outside of town, 40 minutes outside of town, an hour outside of town. And so then when you land, you have to worry about getting an Uber or taxi or whatever and getting down to your hotel, usually in the city center, assuming that you're staying in the city center. Um, but a train will drop you off right there. And oftentimes you can just walk from the station to your hotel. And that by far to me is the biggest benefit of train travel right there. And the same thing when you're leaving, you just check out of your hotel, you walk down to the train station, you get on the train and you go. Um, that's the number one, that's the number one benefit for train travel anywhere in the world. As far as I'm concerned, the second benefit is obviously it's cheap. It's pretty cheap. And again, this podcast is not about budget travel. Um, but if you look, if you're going to go from one city to the next city, that's about four or six hours away and you want to just take the train so that you can see the scenery and all that, you might as well. It's going to be about, I would say 30% of what a airline flight is. I mean, I think the, the train that I took from Estonia to Russia from St. from Tallinn to St. Petersburg, I want to say it cost me about $47. I think the flight would have cost me a little bit over $200. And so, um, uh, train travel is cheaper if you want to go that route. And obviously it's more scenic. Um, so those are my tips for train travel to a uh, train travel across the border, I guess is what the point of this whole podcast was. Again, that just is just not what I do. And in fact, like I said before, I had been on a train before and I don't remember the guard. Well, I know the guards have come around and asked me for a migration card. Um, there's a corresponding article on my, on my website, Darren's travel travels.com. That's D E R R O N S T R A V E L S travels.com. Um, if you go on there and I think it's the Russian 
visa article, um, entering Russia by train, I believe is the title of the, the article. And it goes through what I've kind of said here. I have links of the best train um, train ticket purchasing site that I know of and a site that will help you get a, a train ticket if you're from America and you're looking to travel by train in Europe. And uh, that is, I'll just tell you right now while I'm looking at it, it's um, uh, Seat 61. Seat61.com is a website, and I'll put that in the, well, it's in the website, and I'll put the website in the uh, link here below. Anyways, thank you for listening. This podcast is brought to you by internationalcupid.com. It's the best dating site out there, the most legitimate dating site out there. If you're looking to meet girls to meet meet up with to be to take you around places that you've never been to before it's a very legitimate uh legitimate site also if you have any questions about entering russia by train or any other qu- questions about train travel um, i'd be more than happy to answer them for you just leave them in the comments for for me and i'll get to them immediately once again thank you for listening take care